Hi, my beauties. Welcome to this episode. Um, I actually had some really exciting things to tell you and I forgot to mention them until like the very middle of the episode. So make sure that you tune in. There's so much powerful information in this episode. And, um, after I talk to you about number step number two and how to create your life, I tell you about the astrology class series that I'm about to launch. It's going to be a live astrology class series, as well as the, um, self-worth affirmations that I just posted for you. And then lastly, around the same time that I launch the astrology class series pre-sale, I'm also going to be launching my signature seven weeks to self-love, which is a life-changing course. So anyhow, enjoy this episode. Stay tuned for more details about all of that. Love you deeply. Thank you as always for your support. I'll see you soon. Hi beauties. How are you? Very, very good to see you. Good to be with you again. Um, welcome to Natalia Benson, the podcast. It's funny. I've never said that. I've never like welcomed you guys to my podcast. Um, hi, once again, I want to say thank you. Just your appreciation and gratitude and feedback have just been pouring in consistently over the last week. And oh my gosh, I just, I feel so touched and so elated. So thank you so deeply once again. Um, I'm very excited about the topic today, how to create your life in three easy steps. And, um, I'm sure some of you saw that and you were like, what is she even talking about? Create your life in three easy steps. Isn't that like a challenging process? And that's, you know, the play that I wanted to create is that no, it actually doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be complicated. We actually have the power with our awareness and with the actions that we take to make it, to make creating our life very fluid and simple. And the truth is, is getting to know these concepts. It's, it's like riding a bike. It's like at first it's very hard, like riding a bike. I remember the first time I ever got on a bike. I actually have a scar on my arm from when I was little. You can see it if you're on the YouTube with me. Um, but where I, uh, I was newly riding a bike and I scratch myself very badly. I joke that it's a little bear scratch, but some people look at me funny when I say that. But anyhow, we know that when we're first riding a bike, it can be challenging. We don't know what we're doing. Our mechanics are all over the place. It's kind of scary. And maybe you fall and hurt yourself and get a scar for the rest of your life. It's a, it's a, it's a dicey first process. But then now what do you do? You go with your credit card to any random bike on the street. You put your card in and you ride that thing all over the place. It's like muscle memory. The reason for this is that at first your conscious mind, when you're first learning new skills, your conscious mind is getting the logistics and how to, you know, get it and make sure that you got it right. So you don't hurt yourself. You don't kill yourself, whatever it may be. And then with repetition and practice and over and over and over visiting the concept and the action, what happens, what manifests, it becomes like unconscious, seamless, muscle memory because it's stored in the inner mind. So I found this quote and it really spoke to me and it's something interestingly that I've also been exploring with my, with my women and magical women and money, which just launched on Friday. And I did my first live, um, 
session with everyone. And it just, it's already been, it's been life-changing for me. Um, I'll talk about that in a moment, but really, you know, in teaching and putting together this course, this single idea has stuck with me so much. And so the quote, I found it on Pinterest where I find everything. Um, there is power in whatever you give power. I'll say that again. There is power in whatever you give power. There is power in whatever you give power. And so the reason, for so many reasons why I found that amazing is it really um, relates to a thought that comes up for me quite constantly, you know, in my teaching and in what it is that I'm sharing. And something that I witness in the world is that people just seem to deem themselves so powerless. And ego is not power. When people pretend um, like they're forcefully powerful or they attempt to be powerful over by being better than another or speaking louder or you know, rubbing their engine in your face. It's like, that's not power. True power is something that comes from the wellspring of the human spirit. It's something that comes from a mind that is conscientious of itself in relation to its, to the soul. The soul is the anima of the human being without relationship to the soul or the heart, as I like to say as well. We are not powerful. There's so many examples of fake power in the world that so many people think have jurisdiction over them, but really for the millions and billions who subscribe, you give your power to what you pay attention to. You are what create power structures. It's not just the single person or the single organization over you. You make that up. That's how powerful you are. You are a major contributing factor. Think about it. Everything in the world is vying for the opportunity and the possibility to get your attention, to have you pay attention and then pay. Pay attention. I'm going to talk about that concept because it's very important. It's actually the first um, facet in how to create your life. It's where you pay your attention. But is that landing that you are so powerful because of what you contribute to? If you no longer contribute to it, it loses its energy. If you no longer pay attention to it, it's not real for you. That's how powerful human consciousness is. And that's something that I'm teaching so deeply in all of my work right now is that, you know, as you really center in on where you direct your focus, you're powerful. So do not direct your focus to things that make you feel like nothing. I made a a quote, I think it was like a year ago, um, on Instagram and my, uh, I remember my engagement wasn't that high then I wasn't really putting a lot of energy into it and I was having, you know, some self-confidence issues, but I remember one day I was working it's when I had a job and I just remember this thought coming through me that said, unfollow any account that makes you wish that you should be someone else. So it's this, it's this concept. 
If you unfollow whatever makes you feel low and less than like you should be something else, when you take away your attention, which is the most valuable currency that you have as a human being, then you're not subscribing to that lower energy anymore. You're not subscribing to something that makes you feel less than or low. Do you, do you get my concept here? So the best example I can put it in is in what I, what I just mentioned, that when you unfollow something that makes you feel less than, you are taking back your power. And really to me, you're owning number two of what I say in creating your life is you're loving and accepting and honoring your own worth, which is so vital. So I'll say that quote one more time. There is power in whatever you give power. Just remember how powerful you are. You're creating your life by what you pay attention to. You're creating your life based on how you treat yourself and you're creating your life based on how much or how little you let yourself vision and dream and then act upon those dreams, act upon those visions. I've been staying away lately from the word goal. I did an exercise with my women the other night and I'll do it with you now. Say the word goal, say it out loud, goal, goal, goal. Where does that go? Does it go down or does it go up? Goal. Does it feel weighted or does it feel elated? There's so much wisdom and language and expression. Okay. So I'm going to tell you how I perceive it and how everyone in the class perceived it. And any one of my clients that I asked to do this exercise perceives it. When we say goal, it goes down and it waits on the heart. It goes weighted a little bit. Now goals are great. Have a goal. Do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not the end all be all. This is just what I found that works for me and resonates with the people that I work with. If you like the word goal and you want to stick with it, please do just stick around for the rest of this, um, this example. So goal goes down, feels a little weighted. So let's see about entertaining something else that feels, um, more expansive. So the word vision, 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 say it a few times. It goes up, it goes up, upper palate vision feels expansive goal vision goal vision a vision expands and lifts you up a goal can feel very weighted like oh i got to get this done now or i'm not worthy it's not going to happen i'm not going to survive pressure 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 and that works look it does work for some people i used to be much more aligned with my masculine sentiments and my personality, because that's how I was raised that, you know, if I were to do things and force and pressure and goal orient myself and, you know, weight myself down and just, you know, put my head down and make the goals and stick to it, then that's how I was going to survive and succeed. I eventually got very sick and I can almost guarantee you that if I had not found spirituality, I realized this in a, um, I realized this in therapy a couple of years ago, you know, in my younger years in high school into college, I was very aligned with the masculine part of my personality. I wanted to get out of Arizona and move to California to San Diego. 
I wanted to be the best of my class. I wanted to prove to my parents that I was great. I wanted to prove to everyone that I was perfect. I wanted to be the best at everything. I wanted to be pretty. I wanted to be thin. I wanted to be everything to everybody. And so I set goals and I weighted myself and I just said, Natalia, if you don't do this this week, you basically don't deserve to live. So figure it the fuck out. So much pressure. The Capricorn rising in my personality, when that was unchecked, and unconscious, it was brutal paired with having an Aries sun. Those two energies square each other in astrology. So it was intense for a while. And then I got very sick Um, when I was about 19. I got mono. I had it for about nine months. My body was just completely giving out on me. I had strep throat so many times I couldn't even talk. And then I, I, through that, I started to develop a practice with meditation, with art, with creativity. I ended up changing my major from business and political science to art. I was an art major. My parents were like, what? I was like, yes, I'm an art major now. I started a business, a small business to help myself heal. I stopped working out seven days a week for two hours I used to be a savage. I don't even like that word. I don't even like that that word is cool. Why be a savage? Why? Be in touch with your spirit. Be good to yourself. The forceful nature that we that seems to be so celebrated is so unhealthy on so many levels. Be a goal getter. Fucking go for it. If you like the word goal, keep going with it. But I ask you to also incorporate in the word vision, see something bigger, hold something bigger for yourself that doesn't feel weighted later on, just to finish that story. Um, and to illustrate this point of how my soul was like, if you do not get in touch with the feminine, we're not going to be here for very long, my friend. And then I developed later developed a, um, drug addiction from all of the pressure I put on myself all of the fear of like, how was I going to make it in the world? This was before I was into all the stuff I'm into now. And then eventually, slowly, 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 I just more and more and more started to listen to my soul, the more feminine receptive energy, the vision versus the weight of the goals and the pressure I was putting on myself. And I said to my therapist a couple years ago, I said, her name was Mary. I said, Mary, if I didn't find and cultivate spirituality, I think I would already be dead. I think I would have developed something. I think I would have either died of a drug overdose. I was an extremist to the max because I was so goal-oriented and so pressure-oriented to be perfect that I was weighting down my spirit. I was. I did not listen to my heart. I would tell that thing to shut the fuck up and get out of the way. I didn't even know what it was, to be honest. I was so obsessed with success and security that I would just ignore myself at every turn. And then finally, my body stepped in and really gave it to me a couple times. So I say that spirituality changed my life, saved my life because I had the kind of personality that was such a fucking bulldozer that had I not found these practices, 
over the years and really implemented them into my, my experience, I would have been so sick from my own ego. And this is an important piece that I'm bringing up for you in this episode today is that, you know, the reason you don't believe you can create your life is because you are so at the whim of your negative thinking. You are so at the whim of this ego mind that is only, as I was mentioning a moment ago, it is only concerned with security and and success, whatever success is deemed by you. Success, if we look at it as like a primal level, we attribute, we contribute, we put these two things synonymously as survival. Success is self-defined. That's the great news. Society's definition of what success is, if that works for you, wonderful, go with it. If it doesn't insult your heart and your soul and your spirit, then go with it. But if it does, then create your own definition. Create your own definition of what that is. Build your own life. Create your own life. I'm going to tell you how. These are, in my opinion, three ways that we create our life. Okay, so here we go. So number one, I already mentioned this. Number one is we're pay attention. Think of this term, paying attention, what you pay attention to. Think of uh, pay like a transaction. You pay for something. You go to the market and you buy groceries, you pay for them. And then in exchange, you get the groceries and you, you know, feed yourself, feed your family. Hopefully you have some fun snacks in there, bring you joy and pleasure, but there's an exchange. You're paying for that item, that experience, etc. Well, think of it this way. Like right now you are paying attention to what I am saying you're paying attention to what I'm sharing. And in that, what you're doing is just in that transaction at the grocery store, you're receiving something. I make it a point that everything that I share with you enriches and empowers you and inspires you. So there's that exchange that when you're paying your attention to me, I'm going to give you upliftment, inspiration, and empowerment. That's the exchange. Now let's look at another example. Let's use in the, in the context of Instagram, when you're following an account, let's say that makes you feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm not living that life. Oh, I can't afford that. Oh, I'm not that thin. Oh, I don't have clothes that look that cool. Oh, wow. That person has that car or, Oh yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a thought or a belief that like, Oh my God, that makes me feel yucky and it hurts me. What's that exchange like? You're paying your attention, the most valuable currency that you have. And in exchange, what are you getting? Shit that hurts you. Shit that depletes your energy. Pay attention to things that expand and enrich you. I remember many, many, many years ago, I was listening to Abraham Hicks and um, Jerry was saying that you know, cause he made a very big change from, you know, when they started to channel Abraham and then moving forward, they were very different. They were very different people. And I remember him saying that 
when he first started to channel and as they both started to get healthier in what they were doing, they said that they, they didn't feel good watching the news anymore, that it hurt them. So they stopped paying attention to the news because it was, it wasn't so informative. It was more fear, fear-based, fear mongering, and it was hurtful to them. So they stopped. What you pay attention to is what creates your entire life. Pay attention to things that enrich you. Something that I teach, and I've been very into this lately because I just read the book, um, well, on Audible, of course. I just listened and read the book, um, The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. And what I absolutely loved about the, that book is just reminding about the power of infinite intelligence and the power of the inner mind, the subconscious. So when you direct the captain, so let's say this is the way Joseph Murphy describes it. The ship, there's a massive ship, very powerful ship out in the ocean. So there is the captain who's on the top of the ship and he's directing the men in the engine room. This book was written in like the 40s or 50s, so obviously very old. (laughs) He uses very old examples, but the truth and the power is still the same. So he said, the captain is the conscious mind. It's up on the top of the ship and it is directing and guiding everything going on. It is telling the men in the engine room who are steering this massive like four ton piece of metal. And especially as you get close to the rocks, those engine men have got to listen to everything that the captain says. Otherwise, they run ashore, they ruin the boat. What you know, whatever happens in those in those uh, experiences. Okay, so anyhow, you get what I mean. Your conscious mind is the captain; it directs the unconscious. Now, when you are paying attention to things that hurt you, that deplete you, you're basically giving the directions and the guidance to the unconscious mind that you are not worthy, that your life is, you're not worthy enough to create your life, that you deserve to feel like shit, that you deserve to feel low, that you're not enough. You'll never amount to anything. I know this sounds kind of harsh, but what we pay attention to, we pay for You see what I mean? Does this tell me, obviously you're not able to tell me here. You can write to me on Instagram or comment on the YouTube. Let me know how this lands for you. Does this make sense? Use the currency of your attention for that, which enriches you, empowers you, inspires you, and brings you up. And that's going to be unique for everybody. Okay. Wonderful. I think I drove that point home. So the second part of how to create your life in three easy steps is loving and accepting who you are now. You know, I remember again, I'm like channeling my, (laughs) my college years today for some reason. Um, it's fascinating because I remember in college, I used to have these thoughts. The college is when I started to get into, you know, more thoughtful thinking. It took a while for all of it to like really land, but that was when I started to, to open my mind to 
unique possibilities of spirituality and personal development stuff. And I remember being like 18, 19, and I had this moment where I was like berating myself for all this dumb shit I had done in the past and guys I dated that were awful and like whatever. And I just remember sitting there beating myself up. And this thought came through all of a sudden and it was like, whoa, you're not your past. That's done. Are you able to forgive yourself? And I and then I ended up, of course, synchronistically finding a book that echoed this sentiment. And I was like, okay, well, that's true for me. That feels true for me. You are not your past. Your past is a collection of experiences that have brought you to now. I know that I talk about this in like every podcast, but you babes almost, I'm not sure you believe some of the stuff I receive sometimes and the messages and the self-loathing and the just people being genuinely very upset with themselves. And then I just wonder, you know, am I saying everything enough? Please listen. I want you to have a phenomenal fucking life. I want you to celebrate. That's why everything I create in that sacred exchange that we have of your attention to my sharing, your focus to what it is that I'm giving, I always want it to be something that enriches you and empowers you and feels good. Loving and accepting yourself means you forgive yourself for the past. It's done. It's complete. Whatever's gone on is done. The only place it lives on is in your mind. So once again, paying attention, if you pay attention, you pay the currency of your attention to the past, where do you think you're living? Where do you think your life is being created from? High energy or low energy? Most likely low energy. Just because if we are beating ourselves up or we have relationships or ties to things that have hurt us in the past, it really dampens our energy. Loving and accepting who you are now is the ultimate expression of power. That's why so much and so often of my work, I love myself, I accept myself in the mirror every single day. That was the turning point of my life when I started to look myself in the mirror and say, I love you and I accept you. I remember I was dating someone when mirror work really started to land for me. I was dating someone who just was not showing up and they were, it was hurtful and it just, they weren't committing to me and it just bummed me the fuck out. It hurt me so much. I was giving so much attention, paying so much attention to that person's love and acceptance of me versus holding the power of loving and accepting and focusing on myself. And I remember one day amidst just feeling sad and really low about it, I looked in the mirror and I'm not sure where this came from, but I just looked in the mirror and I held my gaze and I said, Natalia, I love you so much. I accept you. I know you're hurting right now and this is really uncomfortable, but I love you and I accept you and you're one of my favorite humans. <laughs> you got to be silly and playful with yourself. And that's that started to really shift things around for me. Isn't that beautiful? Just when we are able to look ourselves in the mirror and say, say your name, hold your gaze, and say, I love you and I accept you. I love you and I accept you. 
I love you and I accept you. That is such a powerful inner revolution that allows in any moment you have a thought that comes up, (laughs) any moment that you have a thought that comes up that hurts you or wants to put you back to what happened, you know, two years ago or two weeks ago, just say, I forgive you. I love you. And I, and I accept you. And that's how you start to wield the creative power of your conscious and subconscious mind. And you wield the power of the way that you think, which is the game changer. Everything that I teach you and guide you on is guiding you on how to utilize your mind as a tool for empowerment and enrichment versus something that hurts you and keeps you low and small. So creating your life from a space of love, self-love and self-acceptance because what happens with that too is as things, when you love and accept who you are, as great things start to happen for you and manifest for you, guess what? You don't push them away because you know you're worthy. You know. When you love and validate and honor yourself, you know that you're worthy to receive those beautiful things, those great things. Okay? Powerful stuff. Okay, now really quick, before I share number three, which is very powerful, I just remembered there's a couple things that I'd love to share with you that are coming up. Um, So very quickly, I'm going to be releasing an astrology class series. I got so inspired teaching the free class on navigating your natal chart. It just touched me so deeply that you guys were so into it and the feedback I've gotten on it. I had so much fun teaching it and I just got really inspired. So I thought, you know what? I've actually, it's been a long time since I've taught a live astrology class. So I thought, okay, how about I make an astrology class series? This you, this one will not be free. Um, I will be teaching a free introductory class. And then from there, you can figure out if you'd like to join me for the whole series. It's going to span about three or four months and we're going to meet twice a month. Um, We're going to go over everything from, you know, the signs to the houses to aspects and transits and lunar cycles and all the good stuff in astrology that you babes always ask me. And I want to empower you with the tool of astrology because that was the number one game changer for me was the tool of astrology. So yes, if you babes are into that, you're excited. Um, that is going to start in July and I will begin to talk about it very, very soon, but I just wanted to give you a little precursor. And then also I just posted a new piece of content for you that is a powerful tool for creating your life and it is self-worth and success affirmations. One of the main things that I got to uh, share in Magical Women and Money is I made a money affirmation for my ladies and I just had so much fun doing it. It was just like, oh my God, I was like, okay, I think this is my next calling. I'm going to make affirmation and like, you know, mini, I don't know, hypnosis, but, um, just positive affirmation stuff that you can listen to over and over. And it reminds you who you are and it enriches and empowers who you are. Um, so yeah, that got me very excited. So those affirmations are actually up on my YouTube. I may post them on the iTunes on my Apple iTunes. Um, but we will, we'll see. I wasn't sure I'm going to listen to them while I drive and just make sure 
that they're safe because I know a lot of you guys listen to this podcast while you drive. So I just want to make sure that, yeah, it's all systems go when we're operating, you know, because it's a very soothing um, bunch of affirmations. So anyways, but go over to, I'll actually put the link in my show notes, but you can also go over to my YouTube. Just search Natalia Benson on YouTube and you'll find my channel. Welcome to subscribe to me there. All of these podcasts, some of you are already watching the podcast here. Um, but yeah, I've got some really cool content coming for you on, on the tube. I like to call it the YouTube. All right. And then lastly, I will be launching not only the pre-sale for the astrology class series, but also my next seven weeks to self-love course. Um, that is a live course. So if you want to further understand how to tap into these creative tools for designing a phenomenal life, seven weeks to self-love is where it's at. I had a woman write to me after our last round of seven weeks to self-love. And she said at the very beginning, she had just gotten out of a relationship a big breakup and she had realized she was having trouble with alcohol. So she decided to take my course and quit alcohol. And she said by the end of it, I mean, I just wept reading this, but she had been about 40 days sober and that she had not touched alcohol and that through the practices that we moved through in seven weeks to self-love, she found her power and her center. She was healing her broken heart fast than she could imagine. Uh, the, all the testimonials are up on my site under the about link, but oh my God, just stuff like that. Hearing things like that. I mean, God, it just, it could make me cry now. It just, it amazes me. And that's why I always say, do not hold back your gifts. It is not, you're not allowed. If you have something that can help heal the lives of others, it is your responsibility to share those gifts. It is your responsibility to teach what it is that you've learned. I'm actually going to the beach with Gala here in a little while and attempting to take the day off. (laughs) And, um, you know, I told her recently, I said, thank you so much for sharing tapping. Like, thank you so much for sharing what helped you heal because I tap all the time now. It is one of my favorite things to do. I teach a tapping round in magical women and money. So it is, we are not allowed. And that's why I'm, you know, really here for you babies. Cause I want you to fucking flourish. I want you to bring your gifts, whatever you're doing, whether you're a designer, whether you're a mama, whether you are you know, a corporate executive or CEO, what the fuck ever, bring out your power, tap into these tools. As human beings, we are tripart beings. We are mind, body, and spirit. Notice how I said mind, body, and spirit. Most people just live in the mind, body paradigm and they suffer greatly when the soul is not incorporated and not honored. And everyone relates to the soul differently. There's no one specific way, but you got to pay attention to the soul into the heart on some level. Otherwise life just feels very vacant. We're not here just to experience mind body. We are here to learn how to incorporate the higher levels of energy of the soul and the heart into the human experience. Okay. So that's my little round of ads. So I'm very excited. Um, I look forward to seeing you in my astrology class series and or seven weeks to self-love. Okay. Now the very last step in the three steps of how to create your life 
in three easy steps <laughs> is vision and action. Remember how I illustrated at the beginning, vision versus goal. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay. At least I make myself laugh. That's fine. So vision versus goal. So vision, vision, what's your vision? What are you most excited to experience in this life? I always say, do not be afraid of what you love and do not be afraid of your vision. Now, having a vision, this is not about, this is not about, this has nothing to do. This has nothing to do with being psychic and being like, oh, this is what's going to happen to me. No, vision is about what you are creating for yourself. So if you don't know what your vision is for your life, this is my easy peasy way of tapping into that. What do you love? And then, like I said, do not be afraid of what you love. What do you love in this life? What are you the most excited to experience in this life? Hmm? What do you love? What are you the most excited to experience in this life? Okay. What are you the most excited to experience in this life? What do you love in this life? And that can give you a major, if not reveal the clues. The thing is, and people come to me about life purpose stuff all the time. The thing is, is that they know what they love. They're just afraid of it. And sometimes they get so clouded by the fear that it feels impossible to tap into that truth of, oh, I love this. I'm willing to accept this and to tap into this. And the thing is, is when you are afraid of what it is that you love, when you are afraid of the power of what you love, then you stay small. So I want you to be unafraid. I want you to be unafraid. I want you to truly ask yourself, what do I love in this life? And what am I willing to do about it? Okay, what do I love in this life and what am I willing to do about it? Because that's the second part of number three. Have the vision. So write out the vision, write out what you love. What would you most love to experience in this life? What do you want from life? And then following that, what is the action that you are willing to take? What action are you willing to take? What action are you willing to take? It's not just enough to have the vision. That's important. That's the feminine receptive aspect, but this is a yin yang situation, AKA existence. What are you now willing to do with that vision? I had my girls, um, in class, in our first live class for magical women and money the other night. It was very powerful. I asked them, I said, okay, so write down your ultimate number and then write down your ultimate vision. So they wrote them down and then I said, okay, so what are you willing in the next two weeks to do to get you closer to both of those things? And what are you willing to give? Because in order to receive, in order to get, so to speak, I don't love that word, but in order to receive, guess what? What are you going to give? I remember one of my first money mentors, he asked me, he said, what are you going to give in exchange for the money that you received, Natalia? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, inspiration. Can people even get paid for that? And he was like, of course. So I was like, okay, well, that's what I want to give. I want to inspire. I want to give inspiration and love and empowerment. And then I, oh, receiving, it just feels even better from that space. So accept your visions, accept what it is 
that you are here to do or what it is that you'd love to do, write that down and then act upon it. When I ask my gals to then act, uh, I don't love to say this, but act as if to give from the space of as if they already had and to take a big, a bigger, small action towards what it is that they wanted to experience a lot of them were just dumbfounded. They were like, wait, what do you mean? What do I do? How do I go? There's so many questions. And I said, no, 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 just act, do something, just do something. The only reason that I've had the opportunity, the reason that I've been able to move forward in the way that I have with my work and creating my own niche and creating my own livelihood is simply because I've taken action. It's been one of the best parts of of the Aries personality, even though it used to be such a fucking gnarly part of my personality. When I learned to check it with the soul, I tapped into something called guided action. So that's what I want you babes to do. Having a vision and then acting is guided action. And it is one of the most important and powerful parts of expressing your creative potential in this world, of your ability to write the story of your life, okay? So I love you very much. I pray that this has impacted you in a really positive way. I would love to hear from you on Instagram or in the YouTube comments how this lands with you, what you think, and are you willing to be the creative director of your life? Are you willing to design your life Even the tiniest step today can move you towards that. And just know, like, I only talk about this now. It took me a little while to figure it out, but it can be done. Look at anyone that's living a life that you really admire or respect and either read their autobiography or their biography or pay attention to what they do or what they share because success leaves clues, as Jack Canfield says. So... There's a, there's a will, there is a way. All right, my angels, I look forward to seeing you later this week. I'm going to be working on my book, so I'm going to do my best to be a little bit more off social media this week, but I love you and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much.